I'm Sylvia Burgos Toffness, and this is Deep Roots Radio. Every week, my guests help us connect the dots between what we eat and how it's grown because every single food dollar we spend either protects or degrades the environment, produces foods with high nutrition or empty calories, and either helps pay a fair wage or keeps farm workers among the working poor. We get to make that choice every time we push a cart through the grocery store, visit the farmer's market, and eat at a restaurant. I hope you enjoy this interview. And as I look at downtown Amory, which is in Polk County, I see stores that made it through COVID, (laughs) made it through some major road reconstruction that we went through last year, in addition to COVID, and are now just hanging out their sidewalk signs and putting out, you know, beautiful banners Mm -hmm. to say, hey, we're in business and we are going to not only make it, we're going to thrive. Well, today we have with us on Deep Roots Radio someone who can help us perhaps get a, a more full understanding of what economics development in a community is all about. Mm-hmm. We have with us Terry Howler, who is the executive director of the Polk County Economic Development Corporation. Good morning, Terry. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. I'm doing well, thank you. I totally echo your comments about how lovely it is to uh, <laughs> actually see blue sky and sun. It's been a little uh, it's been a little tough lately. <laughs> <laughs> You're not kidding. I, I almost feel like uh, sort of curling up on a on a windowsill and saying and just letting myself soak it in like a cat. But you know, when the when this kind of weather comes, it also means hey, time to get outside, enjoy the outsides and get to work. So Terry, you're the executive director of Polk County EDC. And I think, uh, first of all, what does an economic development corporation do? Well, a a little background about uh, economic development corporation for Polk County. Um, We are an independent, I'm an independent contractor to the county. So I'm not a county employee. I work on behalf of the county, and some of our funding does come from the county. Um, But I'm not a direct county employee. Um, We're an independent organization that has uh, 14 different board members. And the whole goal of of really any economic development corporation, uh, and Polk County is no different, is to uh, try and drive economic growth and prosperity for not only those that already are in the area, but also to drive economic prosperity and growth to reach beyond where we currently are. Ah, okay. So um, it's it's to help those who are already here, but is a large part of what you focus on attracting new business to the area? Well, that is a that is a bigger piece of what we do. But surprisingly, you know, the the older and a little bit more uh, history wise, you know, I've been uh, with the Polk County EDC since two thousand. So in that was January of 2020 when I started. In March of 2020 is when the wheels came off the economy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, all the all the pandemic uh, chaos and, and you know back then, uh, people just weren't sure what's going to happen, how's it going to happen. There were a lot of grants and different things out there to try and help uh, with companies stay in business, uh, small businesses stay in business. Uh, the PPP loans and all those types of things, we engaged in all of that. So my first year and a half as economic development director, I always say it wasn't about economic development. 
it was about economic survival mm. because it really was just a lot of people um, unknown. What what is that next step going to look like? Little did we know that the recovery would be as quick uh, and as vibrant as it is um, and has been. So that's been a good thing, but uh, along with that comes a lot of the challenges that we face. Um, much like a lot of rural EDCs, which Polk County would qualify for, um, pretty severe workforce shortages right now, uh, which every rural EDC and, and a lot of even bigger communities are dealing with. Um, housing is a big initiative of ours. So the perception of kind of the Economic Development Corporation as just kind of hanging out in the industrial parks and chasing smokestacks, as it once was called, um, it's really evolved. It's, it's much more than that. It's about providing a solid economic base, and that includes keeping uh, kids engaged in our local economy, keeping them informed and interested in all the wonderful jobs uh, that are available right here in Polk County. And uh, even if they go off and decide, you know what, I want to experience life outside of Polk County a little bit, we want them to know that there's a lot of great opportunities for them to come back to. And there's also programs in place uh, with the high schools and things, uh, youth apprenticeship programs, where local employers can actually hire juniors and seniors and give them work experience. And in some cases, those turn into full-time employment for those students because they end up loving the work. So it's, it's a very broad scope. Along, along with that, of course, comes tourism and the many things involved with that. Uh, tourism has a huge economic impact uh, in Polk County. As you mentioned, you know, it seems like we have something for, for every season, uh, which is great from a tourism standpoint. Um, and it really is a large envelope that, that encompasses uh, what economic development is. And although I do spend a, a fair amount of time working with the industrial parks and the employers, that's a lot of where our employment base comes in. Uh, there's many more components to it than that as well. Well, thank you for that kind of large kind of summary of what it is that, that you're involved with. You mentioned a couple of things that I guess um, really sparked my interest here, which was about the diversity, trying to diversify the economic base. So uh, I really like how you uh, kind of go back to how people may have thought about uh, development corps as kind of chasing new industrial parks or chasing massive um, manufacturing. Uh, into an area, to the, the notion of diversification. And you mentioned about trying to keep young people in the area, which lots of rural communities um, would love to do because they're losing their young people so rapidly. I mean, some communities just dwindle and die because there are no jobs for these youngsters who are coming out of high school or coming out of Votech or even college. And, and there's no place to work. So I like what you've talked about, which is making that connection between current employment possibilities and our schools. Is that working well? Do most, um, do most employers have a real good link to the schools? Is there something that we should be thinking about? Um, well, it is something that we promote continually. Um, it's uh, youth apprenticeship is one of those programs that's quite popular and it is well connected in the local school districts so local employers can work with them and thankfully you know it's we do have a strong manufacturing base here in Polk County 
but there's, you know, one of our largest uh, employment bases is healthcare. So mm. we have the three larger medical systems. We have the Amory uh, Medical System, we have Osceola, and we have the St. Clair Regional Medical. And those, that, other than the county itself, is, is our largest employer in the county. So those types of industries are things that we'd like our young people to know that there's great opportunity right here for not just the manufacturing jobs, but there's also technology, uh, engineering jobs that require a certain level of uh, education, but can be obtained here and, and make a good wage to actually live here and enjoy it here. And if anything that the pandemic has done, it's really kind of thrown a spotlight on the fact that um, people want a little bit more of a rural lifestyle, if you will. They'd like a little land between them and their neighbors. They'd like a nice outdoor environment to come to. Uh, they like all the different lakes and different things that we have, trails, all the things that Polk County has to offer. And that has really been highlighted uh, in the pandemic, which has led to somewhat our housing shortage um, in the fact that there's so much demand for housing in our area that, that builders uh, just plain cannot keep up, which is making our workforce a little bit more um, tight. Um, recent statistics I just looked up here uh, this morning, 5%, a little over 5% right now for Polk County, which is higher than it's been in, in quite a while. We were down for, at 2% um for quite a few months uh over the winter months and just that small movement from two to five percent and talking with local employers around here can make a big difference all right and, so this is five percent um, what uh, unemployment. unemployment unemployment okay thank you yeah so it's it's a um it's a uh, opportunity for these youth programs to keep the youth in the area um and it, it actually works quite well. They get, uh, the employer gets an employee that hopefully they can groom uh, maybe into a full-time employee. The student gets experience and also gets paid at the same time and they're getting credit uh, with the high school for doing this program as well. So it's really a win-win. A mm. And it seems like with the tight labor market, more and more uh, employers are, are interested in that. And it's really open if anyone's listening in and wants an introduction to the Youth Apprenticeship Program, I'm happy to make that. Oh, um, thank you very really, much. Really, yeah, yeah, it's really open to large employers, uh, such as our manufacturing bases and different things, or healthcare industry, um, but also just the small uh, employers as well. There's, it's not you, have, you don't have to be a certain size to qualify for the Youth Apprenticeship Program. That's really good to know. That's really good to know. Let me ask you: Is there a bit of tension, um, though? when you take a look at the need for labor and the climbing uh, hourly wage, is that kind of a, a tension there? Yes. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, hourly wage, you know, it's um, hourly wages has uh, been increased, which is, which is great. Um, a lot of employers find it very difficult to find the $15 an hour employer now. It's it's 18 plus basically wow. um, for most jobs throughout Polk County. Some are paying as high as $26 an hour for entry level jobs. Um, and they've been kind of forced to do that due to the labor shortage. But along with that, of course, I talked about the housing shortage. So you'd think, well, that's great. You have more people making more money. They're going to be able to afford that house. But as we all know, 
housing prices have also kind of escalated along with the uh, labor rate. So it, it's been kind of a wash, unfortunately. Um, you can't necessarily get more house based on more income because the price of housing has also increased. And aren't we a little so, yeah. short on housing? Yes, and we have uh, numerous initiatives that we're trying to head up as the EDC. One of them is for senior housing to attract developers for senior housing into the area. Um, and senior housing, there's such a huge need. We do have our, our housing study, which was finished just prior to the pandemic for the county, uh, indicated that you know we do have an older population here in Polk County, as is the case in many rural economies. And those people would like to stay in the county, but don't necessarily want to take care of their house anymore. <laughs> but there's not many alternatives for them within Polk County. So we're trying to attract some senior uh, level housing into the area and therefore kind of solving two problems. Our senior housing issue, giving them a great place to live and stay in Polk County, and then also freeing up that housing stock for those that want to come into our area or upgrade their housing uh, and stay in the area as well. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned this particular uh, demographic because uh, I knew of a study in the Dakotas many, many years ago where being able to build senior housing had a really positive economic impact as well as in keeping money circulating in the area so people weren't leaving to go to Oklahoma or Alabama or Florida. They were staying uh, in their home area and spending their money here. Yep. And there's definite uh, different economic models, and uh, by no stretch am I an expert on any of, uh, of the uh, models that indicate dollar-wise what stays in a community. But a model that I subscribe to is a local dollar gets respent in the area up to seven times. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's money that's continually circulating within our Polk County economy and providing that, that robust tax base that we need. Uh, to drive all the different uh, initiatives that we'd like here for Polk County and keep our growth positive. Terry, l let me ask you this. So one of the things that we seem to have noted, and maybe there is um, lots of data somewhere that I haven't just tapped just yet, that indicates that many people have moved into our county because it, it is rural. So we, we're, we tend to be a, um, a place of many lakes and rivers, very attractive we've had uh numbers numbers of our lakes are, are very beautiful in quality and had a lot of uh, summer homes and cabins on their peripheries it seems that many of those who had summer residents here only have made this now their permanent residence have moved into the area due to the pandemic feeling that they wanted more space they wanted more safety so they're here now have you noted any kind of change um, that that has made in our local economy? Well, I think the, um, you're, you're right in the fact that I don't have direct statistics uh, on that, but um, there's no doubt, uh, and I know of some cases even personally, where people over the pandemic, the pandemic kind of forced their hand to say, you know what, why are we doing this cabin and this home in the cities? Let's just live at the cabin. And now they can because so many people can work remote. Uh, whereas before that might have been kind of a luxury, now it's kind of standard. So uh, brings up another thing that the EDC is involved with heavily, and that's broadband. 
and making sure that we have adequate broadband for the area. But to answer your question um, about the economic impact of that, of course, there's a there's a retail impact to that and a sales tax revenue for the county itself. And during the pandemic, when uh, things were really shut down, surprisingly, as people kind of came away from the cities, if they had a cabin here, they were staying here longer. You saw Polk County uh, tax revenue increase. Mm-hmm. And uh, there has been an overall increase in that ever since the pandemic. Um, and there's some great things happening. I won't uh, you know, go into all the development going on in the area, but there is some great things going on in Polk County. And development of not only new businesses coming in, but current and, and vibrant businesses here that are expanding. So all of that is kind of uh, everybody's pipeline seems to be full as far as orders and things go right now. So that's all a positive impact upon the economy for Polk County, and especially when it comes to tax revenue, keeping people in, employed, uh, and, and helping grow our economy. Mm. You know, I was talking to a couple of realtors uh, just the other day, and they were saying they don't have any inventory. So housing, it would seem to me, would be a major, if we had it, would be a major attraction to attract people to come to this area and fill those jobs. It, it is. And um, we've tried to, uh, we've had housing seminars and different uh, forums to try and bring developers and those interested in housing in the area together. There are some good things going on in the, in the uh, kind of the St. Croix uh, Valley area, so the Dressers, St. Croix Falls, Osceola area. There's some larger housing developments that are being looked at there right now. Um, the issue with housing right now, as I mentioned before, is it's hard for the builders to build what uh, is known as workforce housing. So mm-hmm. that's not that's not low income housing. That's your uh, maybe your uh, the dad works at Polaris, the mom's. Uh, unity school teacher uh two kids and they need to find a nice place to live that would be workforce housing Mm -hmm. and that type of housing is where the pinch is the greatest Uh, what is that nice is the uh is the cost of building materials is that what's holding this up yeah the cost is definitely for a while there it, it did go down but i've heard from local builders you know that the price increases continue now mm-hmm. um so the cost of those buildings is that much more and it reduces that margin that the builder is able to make and not only that but it's very hard to build that you know three hundred thousand dollar house or less um three bedroom two bath nice family home mm-hmm. uh, very hard to do that for three hundred thousand or less these days mm-hmm. with the building costs being what they are so it is a challenge um, that you know needs to be addressed, and the wage increase in our area has has helped. Um, but along with that, again, is the increased building costs. So it's it's kind of been a uh, a wash as far as people being able to get ahead and get that bigger house. Yeah, it's an interesting time we're in. There's so many shortages of of many types that feed upon one another, and we're just sort of caught in a in a little bit of a of a storm that way with uh, these compounding factors. We are a county that has so many beautiful um, natural amenities, as as we mentioned at at the top of the show. Um, And sometimes people lump those together under a term called quality of life. It's amazing here. Um, Mm -hmm. 
things are just glorious and, and we're blessed with enough rain and we usually have nice lakes, you know, moving and going and, and easy access, easy access. I mean, here I am um, in Polk County. Uh, right now I'm sitting in a studio that's in downtown Amory. My farm, which is open fields and cows, is exactly four miles from where I'm seated here. That's an eight-minute commute. Mm-hmm. Um, hard to get that kind of uh, beautiful kind of cluster of good life, good work in a, in a town. And yep. uh, it, it's, you know, I guess that's why so many more people are thinking of living here. And now that we've got fiber optics, it's like, holy cow, I can actually do my business better now. Uh, right from my farm. So when we take a look at our area, Terry, what are some of the kind of businesses that you've uh, looked at recently that really, oh, I guess, uh, speak to the um, unique aspects of our of our of Polk County? I mean, some interesting kind of uh, businesses that have opened up that uh, make use of some of our natural resources or things like that. Sure. Got some great examples of that, actually. Um, two that come to mind right away um, is uh, one is the old FNA dairy plant in Dresser. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that? Um, that was purchased by a company called Sweet Additions, which is based out of Florida, and they make, a f- they make food additives. Um, but very large facility there uh, in Dresser, and they are currently uh just getting their production line set up and running. But extremely unique what they manufacture there and how they manufacture it is going to be uh, done nowhere else in the world, the way that they're going to manufacture this food ingredient that they produce there. Hmm. So, you know, really cutting-edge stuff that's happening in the food production industry right here in Polk County. Another uh, brand-new business coming into the St. Croix Falls Industrial Park is a, is a company for the equestrian people out there. Um, it's a company called, and I I'm, and I'm hope I'm getting the name right, uh, Equius Magnificus, hmm. which is an unusual name, but apparently if you're in the equestrian industry, you know of that name because they make these special horse muffins, these horse treats. And uh, they're moving into our area coming from Hugo, Minnesota, was able to uh, show them the advantages of, of being in Wisconsin. And they're going to have a workforce of about 35 people or so initially with growing up to 50. Um, and those are just two examples of, of newer industry coming into our area. Other businesses are expanding right now. Um, there's a lot of plastics, precise plastics industry within the Polk County area. Uh, those businesses are doing very well right now. Um, there's, there's a lot of really good economic growth going on right now. And you'll see that by, uh, visiting any of the areas. There's also a, um, grant opportunity for those that might be taking over a vacant, uh, building, uh, either lease or buy right now. You can get a $10,000 grant that I'm happy to connect you with. It's called the bounce back program sponsored by the Wisconsin economic development corporation, and just by occupying that vacant building, you can get a $10,000 grant to start your new business. Wow, that's terrific. You know, let me ask you, how does agricultural um, 
our agricultural sector play into this, if at all, when you think about economic development in Polk County? Sure. Um, it's, a, it's a huge indicator as far as they're a huge contributor to the economy. The uh, number that I have uh, for people involved in agriculture within Polk County is uh, there's 3,123 jobs associated with agriculture. And I know, Sylvia, you've been involved in something that, that I think is very interesting, that's somewhat new and upcoming, and that's the agritourism business, mm -hmm. where people can, people can come and visit and uh, actually experience what it's like to be on some of these farms. That type of uh, outside influence where people can come in from outside of our county and experience what it's like to be here in Polk County and the economic impact that our uh, agritourism and the agri-business uh, agri, uh, as a whole within Polk County contribute is, is, a, is a big contributor to, this, to the area. Um, we're still considered very rural. There's a lot of farmland left, and I think sometimes that gets a little overlooked, um, that agritourism and um, other opportunities for growth within agriculture are out there. Yeah, thanks for saying that. Um, I know, as you said, this is a this is a special emphasis in in my my time. Um, I spend a lot of time on it because I also see it as an opportunity to do a lot of cross marketing, so that when people come into our area to visit a farm, to stay at a farm, uh, or a brewery, or at a vineyard, um, they tend to come to downtowns and also help with the, the vitality on Main Street. So I'm hoping that exactly. there's more opportunity to talk about how is it that we can actually help one another, um, Main Street and the, uh, the fields, uh, so that we can kind of increase the spin on vitality here in Polk County. Yep. You know, as you look forward, uh, Terry, um, what do you see? What are you thinking about? And is there a, a, a website or a phone number at which people can reach you? Yeah, something uh, I, I can't believe I, I uh, have talked this long without promoting our, uh, our, own, our own website. Uh, but even better is our workforce attraction website, which mm. is trying to drive workforce into the area. And it can be found at prosperinpolk.com. So www.prosperinpulse.com. We have numerous uh, industries. You can go out there. You can see the diversity uh, that uh, Polk County has to offer. And it's really um, that destination marketing type website. It's really just trying to educate those people outside of Polk County how great uh, it would be to live, work, and play here. So not only can you... Um, get a ton of information from there but you can actually we actually offer links to employers right to their employment pages oh nice so, so it's a great way to drive workforce into our area and that's at prosperandpolk.com and if you'd like to reach out to me if there's anything that i can help with get your business started or help grow your business uh, or any other polk county economic development information you might need that is at uh, polkcountyedc.com Visit my website, bronxtobarn.com, to download this and past interviews, to learn about my farm, and to reserve 100% grass-fed beef. We deliver to Minneapolis and St. Paul, Minnesota. Thanks.